0: The stronger the grass, the greater the distortion of perception and judgment. Hey, on the real, though, me and your hoochie made a movie, Steven Spiel, though.
1: She let me third, I couldn't work without no steel, though. She let me kick it, then I scored, that's a field goal. that a field
0: goal. Bitch, this a bop, ayy. Hey. So you know cozy diddy my neck on the wrist elsa i'm so frozen it. you kind of late if i spit a 24 minus 8 everything could turn out great up, Lady, what I'm is up like
1: everybody diddy. welcome I'm back to fo- the hippie diddy speedball diddy. podcast it is joe your host with the most joe and if you are listening on spotify make sure you hit subscribe and you follow or whatever it's called and then same thing on <laughs> apple podcast give us a rating if you like it give me five stars if you hate it give me one star and tell me to fuck myself i'm cool with that too whatever your opinion is is your opinion i'm gonna do the show regardless so if you don't like it you can go fuck yourself too today i got my fucking boy one of my really good friends now one of the best fucking rappers in the portland scene scooter motherfucking rogers man Appreciate thank you, you for coming and hanging out hell man. yeah and
0: by the way we're gonna we're gonna mend that last statement there i'm gonna tell y'all you know if you don't like the podcast give it five stars anyway and just say do better but don't be a fucking hater. who wants to actually one like you gotta really be in your hating bag that day that's true just that is like, a good just point. like you need to be heard leaving a public one-star review on a podcast like hit fucking skip if it's that serious. Yeah, that is like, a good point. If you point. listen to the entire episode like, oh, this whole thing sucked, I think that's still worth five stars because you know how good it's got to be for you to be, like, quote-unquote bad, but, like, you held their attention throughout the entire fucking podcast? Right, right, yeah. Because if somebody <laughs> starts talking to me in any shape or form, I don't like what you're saying. Like, I can walk away at any time.
1: My, like, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, my my, uh, my freaking, uh, my white noise turns on real quick. If yeah. someone's not, int- if I'm, like, just, like, they can be talking and it's like... Mm. Yeah, so it's like, <laughs> right you might not like it,
0: but, like, you can never really give you, like, one star if you, like, sat through the whole duration. Like, I went to go see uh, a certain movie the other day. I'm not going to ruin it because everybody got their views, but I'm not going to say what the title is. But to me, I thought the movie was fucking garbage. Okay. You know what I mean? And so, but. This can be edited out. What movie was it? Oh, it was Oh, was it? Oh, okay. trash. <laughs> okay. Fucking garbage. Just bleep it. But, yeah. I got fucking you. Trash. Okay, So bleeping actually sounds like a better idea. Yeah. We'll go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. And so, when I went to go see like. First of all, I was high as shit. So, like, when I went out, I thought it was going to be like a Disney movie.
1: <laughs> I <laughs> thought it was Maleficent, man. That's what I
0: thought. So, like, you got to understand for me. <laughs> so, for me, I'm going to the theater, bro, and I'm high as fuck. That's fucking great. And I'm thinking, like, this is going to be some type of, like, spin around of, like, <laughs> I'm going to tell you what my logic was. In my mind, is going to be like a black spin off of Maleficent. Because <laughs> it was pronounced. Like oh ignorant like oh it's gonna be niggas in this movie like that, that's where my brain went
1: like that's where my, my... Uh, oh did yeah. you roll a J
0: uh I did it earlier and I smoked half well like, okay two thirds of it but we got a little bit left on it
1: okay if you want to roast that up if you want to save it that's cool too I like, got some we fucking do. weed bro
0: it, no, it goes you,
1: yeah let's finish this bowl go ahead and continue yeah. with what you were saying though oh this is uh, a great intro for the podcast yeah no <laughs> this 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 <laughs> intro is fucking dope oh
0: yeah back to uh that's right that's yeah right. like I had that whole like. So it's so when the movie started It kind of started You know Cause no like scary movie Through like starts out Like just Rrr. Except for Get Out When the dude got snatched Off the street to begin with That oh, shit yeah. was fucking wicked That was fire
1: uh, <laughs> Shout out to Jordan Peele for that Jordan Peele's Yeah The fucking goat The you know fucking I mean? horror
0: right now And so It took me a second Like when I saw Like the little house When I was like Oh this in Seattle too It's local blah blah Then like I saw The first thing happen I was like yo I was like oh this is I, I turned to my partner And I was like This is definitely Not a Disney movie And he was <laughs> like Nah bro This is definitely Not a fucking movie He, was like, <laughs> he, was like, he was like wait he's like wait. He he stopped and he's like, Wait, nigga, are you serious? <laughs> he's like, Bro, you, he's like, you one of the smartest people I ever fucking met. I like, that might be the dumbest fucking thing That's I've ever amazing. heard you say. It. I was no. like, Look, I, I don't pay a fucking attention. Yeah, I spit <laughs> out whack shit sometimes too, bro. I'm human. Like, hey, we all know? make like, mistakes, you know? I just laugh about this shit. <laughs> That's fucking great. But yeah, that was the intro, man. It's your boy Scooter Rogers, you know what I'm saying? AK Mr. Say That. Hell
1: yeah. If you say don't like that. me, fuck you. Say all that. Fucking A, man. Like it's really good to have you back, man. I really enjoyed last time you were here. Everyone fucking loves that freestyle that you did, that man. I get, fun, I, I get a lot of compliments on there. Maybe we can do another one while we're on here. Like okay. that was, uh, it was, it was a fucking really, really, really good time. Man. It was
0: wild too, bro. Because I was blitzed. Like
1: I get everybody really high on the yeah, podcast. Yeah. So in my I,
0: mind, I was like, fuck. I freestyle high before, but like, it'd be with the homies inside, like it's not like, oh, it's going on YouTube and nothing like that. So I was like, fuck, bro. Like, what if I just like drop an egg and spit some whack ass shit. <laughs> If, if you were, and that's, yeah and that's I why like out, no i know and that's why uh when i was doing the word game with um well, i was like oh show sure, like, me some words x y and z mm-hmm. and they didn't i was like okay well i mean some and i got thinking i was like okay if i was doing so with a homie like they were just gassing i probably wouldn't throw a word in either mm-hmm. and so i was like okay I'm, I'm assuming i'm doing okay so far then i like went back and watched it less high i can't say sober because that would be a fucking lie but i went back <laughs> and watched it less high and i was like Oh yeah, shit was sick. Like, it was fucking. Dope. And then you had the whole Bro. like um the rappers the whole delight. beat
1: riff rappers like like the whole like little beat track later That shit was fire. Oh, thank you, thank you. I actually didn't realize. Um, I was watching a really cool video on YouTube last night. It's fucking really weird that we happened to bring this up, but mm-hmm. I was watching a YouTube video last night and it was about the thirteen levels of beatboxing, like and it was saying that there's different levels of it all the way just from going doing your first like. Like all the way to people being able to sing and beatbox at the same time. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. But I didn't realize like that. I'm like actually, I'm actually apparently up to a level 10 because I can do the mouth sounds while I'm doing the beatboxing. Yeah. I didn't realize that not a lot of people could really do that because for me, it's like second nature. <laughs> and like, and I was like, yeah. I, I developed how to do it when I was working at a movie theater, actually. Because oh, shit. I was working in the front. It was uh, the uh, Fox Tower Regal Cinema in downtown Portland. And I was working in the front all the fucking time. And the rule is is when you work in the front, you're not allowed to leave. Like you have to stay there. And because if somebody leaves the theater or somebody comes back, like you have to be there. And so I'm just standing there for a good 40 minutes at a time by myself before people are finally starting to come and go. And I would just beatbox all day long. Like that's all I would do is just I would just sit there and beatbox And I just got better at it And then um, One of my favorite ones Was I did um, Ice Ice Baby That was one of my favorite ones Because I would just start like the That's fire That not a lot of people could do that. Yeah, no, that shit is fire. <laughs> yeah, and then the, the, my coworkers would just walk by and be like, you got something new today, man?" Because they would just hear me beatboxing <laughs> like all day long. But that was a lot of fucking fun, bro. Yeah. I'm really glad that you enjoyed that. I enjoyed that, and everybody that listened to it fucking found it fire, man. Yeah, man. Like music,
0: music just really helps you pass the fucking time. Like it, it's amazing. You and, ever had, like the moments where like you don't want to do
1: shit? I was like, but just sit down and play music. Yeah. Now imagine that never existed. Oh, God, I can't even imagine, bro. You know, I'd go nuts. I'd go absolutely nuts, man. Like one of my favorite things to do lately is I've been really getting the itch to play in a band again. And I've uh, just really been getting the itch to play in a band. And uh, I've been taking songs that I just like to jam on and finding the instrumentals with the guitar removed. And then I have an auxiliary port on my amplifier so I can actually just hook up my phone play the instrumental and yeah. fucking be able to jam over yeah. it. And it makes me feel like I'm in a band again. <laughs> like hey. it, it feels really good. Well, wherever it takes to scratch that itch, man, you got to do it, bro. So like, any drummers in the Portland area, hit me up. I want to jam. Any I need drummers to, in the Portland area. Oh, I need to, oh you I haven't met my producer jam. yet, have you? I'll meet your producer. I would love to meet your Yo, producer.
0: Shout out, shout out to my dog, Purple Matter, man. Y'all can find him uh, literally fucking everywhere. Purple Matter PDX.
1: Uh, yeah, y'all, gotta, y'all definitely got to tap in. Purple Matter PDX. Yeah, well, dude, your production as we were talking about on the car ride over here and like your production is off the fucking hook bro i mean like mm-hmm. i was just like that that song field goal i fucking just love it i love it so thank you man so... shout out to my dog g cozy for that one bro so field goal is that freaking song that you guys actually heard in the beginning and it just fucking flows and it just i fucking yeah. love that that on the real though me, me and, and your hoochie made, made a movie, movie steven spiel she, she let me flirt i, I put it work movie. without no steel toes
0: <laughs> she let me kick it then <laughs> i scored and that's a field goal hey, that's a field yeah. <laughs> I, I remember love the morning that I made shit, that chorus bro. up, because uh, like I told you, when I started doing that, that was like the start of my verse. Like I heard the beat hit, and I initially was about to attack it, which is like the verse first to do something totally different. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't like shake that like that tone, like that cadence. I was like, nah, the way I'm bopping, like that's a it's, fucking chorus. It's, it's, yeah,
1: so well, those hooks they write themselves, yeah. you know. And so
0: here's how the verse even started too, because I wrote that and decided that was gonna be the chorus. And right, like I did the uh, chorus, I was done with it, and I had I had no lyrics written down. I was like, "Bitch, this a bop," and it was right on beat. I was
1: like, oh, "I'm starting with that, dude, man." I and I was like, well, I gotta shout the producer man. if I do
0: all that?" Because I haven't said anything else yet. So like, and I was like, "So you know, cozy did, and that's when the the frozen line came in. And then it just it kicked
1: in from there, dude. Yeah. So well, how dude. does the frozen line go again? It's, it's
0: um, bitch, this a bop." So, you know, Cozy did it. My neck on a wrist. Elsa, I'm so frozen, frozen with, with it. it. You kind of late. If I spit a 24 minus eight, everything could turn out great. Lately, I'm feeling like Kobe with it. So, there's a lot to unpack in that last bar right there because, well, I said, you kind of late. If I spit a 24 minus eight, there's a rhyme scheme there, but if I spit the 24 minus eight, that's what? 16. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a full verse. 16 shots in the clip. Love it, dude. Leave it empty. 24 minus eight. Kobe wore what two numbers? Yeah, twenty four and eight. Like yeah, so like yeah,
1: like it's fun. So like when you, bro, hear. bro, that's so fucking genius. Yeah, it's Something <laughs> like that. That like when I write it, that's so much deeper than I realized it was, dude. That's yeah, fucking that's awesome. that's the whole point. So like I try
0: to I try to write that down to where it's like, if you're a listener, you're not really listening for the bars. Like you'll still catch a reference. If like yeah. oh, okay, I was tight, I can keep, going. I can keep listening, I can keep listening. If you're the rap head,
1: you're like, oh shit, like, yeah, like, for There's real, dude. Back there. Well, I I just get, I get so caught up in the fucking instrumental when I'm driving down the road and shit. Like, and then I never really actually like, uh, like I never really like sat and like studied the lyrics. If I'm being perfectly honest, I just fucking get really into the fucking track and it's just fucking really dope. But now I'm going to, I'm going to study the shit out of those lyrics. Yeah, no, it's. It's a whole, it's a whole year, man. That's, it's fucking dope, man. It's a really, it's a really fucking awesome thing. So, are you still getting up super early in the mornings? Is that still a process that you do, or have you kind of changed your songwriting process at all? Um,
0: my songwriting process has changed for a couple of reasons, some uh, for better, some for worse. Yeah. So, uh, short answer: No, I haven't been waking up as early. Um, not for you know any other reason than anxiety is keeping me up later so the time when i'm mm-hmm. waking up i'm not even asleep by now oh yeah <laughs> so it get, it's a little different um in the sense that now because before like there were so many advantages like i said like when i wake up with that i would wake up because of the advantages rather mm-hmm. you know like three four in the morning like start writing Nobody is really up nobody needs me like my brain yeah. is free like everything's set in place everything is good um that whole situation changed and with that it brought up like about a whole bunch of anxiety and shit for me a whole um, new list of problems yeah and trying to unpack all that stuff so now it's like there was a streak of like i think four or five weeks where i think with the exception of two maybe three of those i was awake when the sun came up Mm.
1: and then you were still awake
0: or you woke up no i was still awake oh shit okay yeah and then even on top of that would still sleep like hour hour and a half
1: go have a full day pause that all right, go ahead and continue, bro. Where were we? <laughs> uh shit, okay. Um we were talking about uh getting up in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I would have an hour, hour and a half type of day. I mean, uh, sorry,
0: shut the fuck up, scoot. I would have an hour, hour have a sleep, go do a full day. Come back, try to be in bed like I'm in I'm in the bed like dirt the fuck tired. That's booty. And I can't go to sleep. Like that's the shittiest thing. Is like I am like physically, mentally, fucking exhausted. (laughs) My brain won't shut the fuck up.
1: I hate that, bro. You know what I I mean? All the time, anxious
0: for no reason. I'm just fucking sitting there. Like then I've got to smoke. I try to tell people too. It's like I smoke and I'll like get to a high where it's like I'm cool and I'm relaxed. I can also get to a point where I get past that
1: and I get loopy as fuck. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, well, and saying? also like, whenever sometimes time can go by a little faster, and next thing you know, you're fucking just been kind of chilling, and it's hours have gone by, and yeah, you like, like oh, shit. Like that makes yeah. me
0: anxious. Like while I'm sitting in bed, I'm like, oh, I haven't really been here like sulking that long. I'm like, oh fuck, it's been two hours. Like,
1: mm-hmm. oh, I can
0: sleep now. And now I'm like, I'm so hyper focused on sleeping, I can't sleep. And yeah, and that's feeding more into my anxiety. It's like a really fucked up cycle. Yeah, I and have so that. Curse it took a too, while. Bro. Yeah, that sucks and it comes in waves and like you just have to ride it out mm-hmm. you know what I mean like which is wild yeah you, you kind of really just have to, to. It and yeah. also you
1: have to also expect it to come back yeah like because
0: you know it's going to happen yeah, and Again. if you if you move it out of your head like it's not ever going to come back when it does come back it's going to fuck you up twice as hard yes
1: exactly yeah and right? that, that's why it's good to be um, objective and acknowledge it you know exactly like, con- confronting your own demons is so fucking important and confronting your own uh, anxiety depression whatever yeah. it is you know is is so important to be like that because the, the more you try to suppress it the worse it's going to fucking be you know if you can kind of accept it for what it is like we were talking about earlier with like a depression like and looking at it as deep rest yeah. you know instead yeah, of just yeah, the yeah, word yeah. depressed you know and it's like you're taking deep rest from the person that you normally are
0: yeah sometimes and, you gotta like sometimes like i know we see stuff on the instagram posts and everything that's always like oh i at a high vibration or blah, blah blah like there are some days i have to like function at as little vibration as I mean, with as little vibration as, like, humanly possible, mm-hmm. just, like, ride a, like, lower state of being for a yes. little bit so I can, like, yes. let myself kind of, like, regroup amidst doing everything I have to do that day, you know exactly. what I
1: mean? Exactly, like, exactly, and I look at that, like, uh, you know, because I've come to a conclusion, and I've, I've t- actually talked about this just on the episode I just recorded, but um, this episode will be about before then, so, hey, this is some new knowledge. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, one thing, oh, so we were just talking about depression, deep rest, and then how do we transition right after that? Oh, just want to change deep breath, like operate that lower vibration, lower vibration. Yeah. yeah. So, and it's, it's also, um, important to operate that lower vibration because in reality I'm noticing like none of us are real. None of this is real. Like, yeah. like I've said in the car, like we're all just basically characters that we've just created over circumstance and attributes and events that have happened in yeah. our life. And we just also know certain people really don't like our character. Some people love it. Some people only want it in doses. Some people yeah. only want certain attributes of that character. Like we live in a real
0: state of inception in a way. You know yes, what I mean? Yes, exactly. Like, that's why everybody like walks around like imposter syndrome and whatnot. Yeah. Because everybody. Now you everybody, understand why yeah. Holden
1: Caulfield and to catch, and uh, Catcher in the Rye. Uh, a yeah. Catcher in yes. the Rye. He called everybody a phony. A phony. Yeah. Now you get it. You're like everyone has a fucking phony. It's like, yeah, I thought man, he was just like, whining, but he was fucking right. No, he, like, was a, he
0: was. He was a hundred percent like everyone's just full of shit man. on. Yeah, exactly, man. Like, and then you realize, like, because everybody has this idea because everybody wants to feel like they're super important, which, again, is also based off of other. You know, what I mean, like other people, But everybody wants to feel so important that we all like to believe that we're the main character of everything. Yes. I yes. understand I'm a supporting cast in a lot of stories. Yeah, I'm a villain in a lot of stories. That's a, yeah, that's a I'm good a hero in a lot of stories. I'm extremely expendable in a lot of stories. And no matter which way you slice it, I don't really give a fuck. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm not saying like I'm not thankful for like the relationships I do have. Cause I would do a lot and go to a lot to like a lot of you know lengths for those relationships. But with that, I also have to keep, like, some state of objectivity to remind myself that that can also change at any moment. Yeah, exactly.
1: Well, and also, it's kind of also a beautiful thing to be that many characters in so many different stories. Because, like, it kind of just shows how we all just are in the same movie together. And we're all just supporting characters. We might be our own star character, but we're all just kind of supporting characters within each other. And then then whenever (laughs) we get depressed... It's like uh, we were talking about in the car right over here how you can take that word depressed and put it into deep rest, you know, and then it's like if you look at it that way, it's your body's way of saying, hey, fuck you. I don't want to be this person anymore. And I need a break, you know, and it's and it's almost like. Like I said, uh, it's a scooter in the car for those listening, um, I, it's almost like reapproaching depression, and I never mm-hmm. thought about that ever. I never even thought about doing that because depression is like it has almost more status than money does. Like it's just, it's so grabbing and crippling and everything. And like anybody that. can get it. Anybody can get. So it has it. way more reach than money it, does, exactly. And it's and it's it's got way more effect on everybody, it is. you know. And it's it's it has this crazy. The rich pull. From it, you know what I mean. And and I'm a firm believer believer that when something's not working for you i think you should always just change your approach because there's always a way to approach things the right way you just got to figure out what way to go yeah and listen to and listen
0: to your body Listen, like because your body will naturally give you like certain reactions based on certain ideas that hit because everything like you know what i mean yeah has some type of impact on your energy like your well-being like that's why like when you get stressed out like it's Bad for your physical health. Yes, something so mental will impact your physical.
1: Yes, exactly. Parts of
0: your body will stop working the same way. Like you know, mind, you know, body, and soul are so yeah. connected. Exactly, they're you know what all I mean? like, interwoven and connected. Yeah, so it's like when you get those inklings about stuff, and so many times we're taught to like just push through it. Maybe your body's not saying push through, like or your mental's not saying push through. Saying yo, like recognize that or stop. Yeah. Take a fucking break.
1: Yeah, take a breather. Like, you know what just I mean? chill like, for a moment.
0: And it's, but we all like want to play like this hero, and everybody's story and so unrealistic. Like, also, everybody also has like we all have different receptors and how we perceive things. Mm-hmm. So you'll go look in the mirror today. I guarantee you, you look far different in my eyes than you do your own.
1: Oh, of course. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? And Most people say that if you were to see yourself walk on the street, you wouldn't recognize, you recognize yourself. yourself. Like, because you wouldn't even know it's you because you look completely different to yourself. It's such a weird concept, actually. Yeah, (laughs) you know
0: what I mean? Like, but that thought process alone for some people will either, like, be super intriguing. Like, oh, like, I can accept that that makes sense or it'll scare the shit out of you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. and And, and, There's two types. Like, (laughs) yeah, for sure. Definitely. I've been on both sides of it, actually. Like, at first, like, before, to your point, before I really started, like, you know, in this season, having, like, Reapproach my depression Mm -hmm. and look at it as some sort of like a guiding tool in a sick way. Yeah, no, it it, it really can be actually
1: because if you look at it as a guiding tool because it's kind of like if you acknowledge it that it's the it's your body's ways. Just literally getting
0: ready to say like everything like that you do is going to have like some type of reaction like based on how you perceive it though is going to determine yeah. like how you act. you know what I'm saying like yeah it'll be how you, you that, move forward everything's going to have some sort of impact on you whether it be good or bad determines like what you're willing to accept and what you're willing to resist
1: yes exactly you know what fucking I mean fucking A. Like, A if fucking you don't A.
0: want to accept that fact then hearing that fact is gonna fuck you up every single time. But once you embrace it and can use that for your growth and whatnot, it's a really empowering tool to have.
1: It really is. It really you know I mean? is. Like, and like whenever you're uh, when you need to reapproach something, like, and for those that are kind of confused on like reapproaching something, it's like think of it like if you're like think of it, you're like fighting a battle, right? And you know that every time you cross this hill or cross this mountain, you go over this mountain, every single time you lose all of your soldiers, every single time you cross, boom, you all of them die. You all of them die. Eventually you're going to say, well, maybe we should go around the mountain." Yeah. Like let's go a different path, you know? And if you approach things that way, yeah. it becomes a lot less complicated. It becomes a lot less like, you know, because I've had some people they are like, you probably get this all the fucking time where they're like, how do you do so much? Like, how do you have so much going on all the time? You know, oh, and yeah. stuff like that. And you're just kind of like, well, I just approach things differently. Yeah, you like, know, in my mind, like
0: looking back on it, Like, after the day and stuff is done, I'm like, oh, that was a lot to do. Like, when I'm in the mix doing stuff, it doesn't feel like a lot. No, it's not I'm very task-oriented. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, me too. Me too. It's not how I get done. Do you realize you're like, holy shit. I'm a task-oriented guy, so, like, as much as time is, like, important, it's also non-existent for me. Because it's like, if I have a list of things I just have to get done by end of day, I don't care how long they take. I just got to get them done, which is Mm -hmm. why, again, like doubling back, it was also like really beneficial for me like be up that early. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and get as much done like without interruptions in that way, like, you know, by 10, 11 o'clock, it's one of those things where it's like, if I decide I want to fuck off the rest of my day, I've gotten so much done between three or four in the morning mm-hmm. till now
1: and kiss my fucking ass. You've like, literally got a full days of work done before most people have waken up. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's why it's also very empowering to wake up right. so early but, in the morning. You know
0: what I mean? And so like, and so getting to this state where like all that change for me was causing a whole lot of anxiety because my whole like schedule like had flipped. Like I went from like this life that I had was building somebody else, like the way things ended, like X, Y, and Z. Fucked me up to where I was like, I gotta remove myself from the situation, mm-hmm. and I didn't have that need to be there for somebody else at that point in time in the morning, and you know, with me, like I said before, like, on the last episode, like, once I'm up, I'm up, you yeah. know what I'm saying, and so, for a second, like, when me and that person first got together, it was really easy for me to, like, be up in the mornings and whatnot, and like, i'm a giver you know what i'm saying so Mm -hmm. like i'm up like how can i help you great like nobody wants to fucking wake up at the time to go to work in the morning yeah so if i can start your day off as like pleasantly as possible like i'm with that you know what i'm saying like for sure so it is what it is so i would be like put my best foot forward and whatnot like when that whole thing split i fell into this like depression because that wasn't there anymore so it's almost like i'm in this like state of like grieving a life that
1: used to exist oh okay. that no longer does well, you were putting all that energy forward, and then yeah. Once you and so then it was
0: going on, like, what, what, "What do I do with it now? What do I do with it now?" So, like I'm up at those hours now because my body's naturally okay. Well, normally we're doing something around this time, like right, right, right. My bot, like my brain, doesn't cut off the part where it's like, yeah, but normally that's because you know we went to bed at like nine or ten the night before. Yeah. Like so, when I'm up with my anxiety, up until that, up until three a.m., then my brain goes from that to like, well, we should be doing something right now, right? Because like we normally at this point in time of the day we're doing X, Y, and Z. <laughs> And then that's three or four more hours I'm up being anxious as fuck because I feel like I should be doing something. But, like, I almost have to, like, recalibrate my entire life for a little bit. Mm. And so that process brought along a whole lot of fucking anxiety. Yeah, definitely, man. You know what I mean? Like, to the point where it's, like, a song would come on and you would think this would be unrelated. but it it's like, a song would come on and I would think of said person and I would get anxiety all over again. Not necessarily, like, because of what happened, but because of the result of what happened, which was breaking up, like, my schedule and stuff changing. It, like, made me, like, have to, like, mentally revisit and face the pro- the problem at hand which was what are we doing now when my brain is like going completely nuts because i feel like i need to be up doing something yeah it's almost like you got dropped on a whole nother planet exactly and i'm having like just fucking figure it out yeah you yeah know what i mean and exactly. that's exactly what it was and so for a while like i was fighting that i was resisting that because i was wanting wherever i had so bad oh well it'll it'll get back together at xyz like we'll figured out like this can't Mm be the end, blah, blah, blah. And when it comes back, we're back on the same schedule, everything's gonna be good to go again. And I had to let go of that because it's not gonna be a thing ever again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, for real. And I was fighting that for so long because I didn't want to change it. Like once I accepted that that was not going to be a thing anymore, I was able to accept I'm gonna have to like either choose to restructure how I do my day or find a way to keep everything status quo for myself. But the difference is so while the situation was the same, I had more tools in my belt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For me to like utilize those. And now it becomes less of an anxious thing where it's like, what the fuck do I do? Where I'm like, okay, well, let's try some things. Yeah. And when you're wanting to try things, (laughs) it takes away anxiety because it's a want to.
1: Exactly. Well, and also you're learning new things. Exactly. You're putting your brain in a spot it hasn't been in so long. I'm glad. Okay. I'm glad you're staying with me on this. I got you. No, I got you. you. And so having that
0: approach of like, okay, well, what can we do? What does work for me in this new state that I'm in at this time of day? Mm-hmm. And so for me, sometimes it's not even so much about me doing writing or whatnot. Like, I might be at that time on social media that's when I catch up with the day that I missed or whatever. Yeah. Doing X, Y, and Z. That way it doesn't feel like, oh, i miss now so much because like, my psychs make me miss out, blah, blah, blah. Like, just trying to find ways to kind of like Soften the blow, so to speak. Yeah. With well, this new
1: reality. Until yeah, able to exactly. Cope with it all. Well, and it's like the, it's like if you're like throwing something and you have momentum and all of a sudden it stops. Yeah. There's going to be a whole lot of force and a big energy shift. Yeah. And it's going to recoil. Like, you know, exactly. and it, it's going to take a while for it to roll back. Exactly. You know, and it's, it's just physics. And when someone has a little more give, it allows it to absorb it and then. Yeah, supercame throw right back. Exactly, at and learning new things and putting your spot, your brain in that spot is what basically gives it the slope, so the ball can roll faster. Exactly, you know, and it exactly. can kind of keep on going. That's actually that's really amazing that you bring that up because that's something that's really been happening with me lately too. Because learning new things has been what's also really helping my depression. Yeah. Like it's just like, like just wanting to learn all sorts of new you random feel sort of shit. Growth, you don't feel stagnant, like exactly. Even and, if it's like some trivial fucking piece of information is yeah. like, oh, there's some new today. Yeah, exactly. I'm constantly like when I watch YouTube, when I go down my YouTube rabbit holes, I'm just literally learning things. I, I don't watch pointless videos. I'm just Ew. constantly putting information in my fucking head. I'm like, if I want to be like, oh, I'm curious how this works. Boom, now I know like, exactly you know, what I'm like, saying. Like, and you, I just use it for that. And like one, like so randomly. One thing that's on my bucket list now that I'm going to start actually in the process of in January is I'm going to get my fucking pilot license. I want to fly an airplane. That's that's hard. Just just I saw a fucking family take. I saw a video, a YouTube video of a family take a vacation in an airplane. And I'm like, that is goals. That's goals right there. Gotcha. That's that's wild. And it's like and I just I was like, I didn't even realize that's like something people fucking did. Here, we can just use this coffee cup actually for an ashtray. I'm going to dump it out. I didn't even realize that was something people fucking did at all. Yeah, dog,
0: Straight up. Nobody I fucking knows done that. No, right. And I'm like, how cool would that be to be that friend? What'd y'all do? We vacate on the fucking jet? What? Yeah. It'd be huh? Like,
1: it'd be like, hey, do you guys want to fly to Vegas tonight? And be like, we ain't got the money for that. No, it's cool, bro. Just hop in the Cessna. We're cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know? like, it's just like, and I didn't even realize you can literally go to a an hangar and rent an airplane for a like by the hour if you want to. If you have your pilot's license, you can do that. That's hard. So you can just be like, hey, let's go ahead and That's go here. Hard. And then I actually saw somebody breaking down the math of owning your own plane if you want to travel X amount of times per year. And it actually is cheaper. Significantly cheaper. It's significantly That's... cheaper. And you're actually saving at least four hours on every single trip because you don't have to worry about going to the airport. You don't have to worry about TSA. You, you literally just go. You park nothing. your car at the hangar. You fucking hop in your plane. Do your check. Go. Boom. And then you're spending a little bit more time in the air. Because it's a slower plane. But uh you're really just fucking just, you know, doing your thing.
0: Yeah, but you know what I mean, if you're still saving on average four hours, like all yeah. right. <laughs> it also like uh think of like, you know, oh shit. I was just like, just, <laughs> like, it's all good. It. There you go, man.
1: Um And like yeah, so like randomly, that's one thing I've been studying, and I really wanted. And I start my ground training in January to get my pilot's license. Mm. So most likely by the end of the year, I should be able. By the end of next year, I should have my private pilot's license. Congrats, fool that's tight. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Just to learn it just for fun. Like I don't plan on being a commercial pilot. I don't want to do it for a living. I just want to know how to fly an airplane. Because also, if shit ever hits the fan, wouldn't you want? Wouldn't you want to be with the person who knows how to fly the plane safely? (laughs) Who could take off and land that bitch? You know what I'm saying?
0: Like, we gotta get the fuck up out. Yo, that would make it easy. Like, if
1: I had somebody like my team that like could fly and fucking played, yeah, you're out. We Boom. want to go do shows, places, out, you know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. And eventually, I want to do traveling for the podcast. I yeah, want to do like, that kind of shit. And I want to have the ability to take a friend with me and be like, is. hey, do you want to come with me? Like, we're gonna go on a tour on an airplane that like, should be fire yeah right And you just have a fucking bag and most of them like have like four to six seats that you can fucking you know what f- I'm saying <laughs> yeah
0: man like come on what are we
1: talking about bro hey. we're, we're gonna do things this shit big, should be status right? quo right we're gonna do things big this keeps going out ugh it's all good bro here I'll let it So I normally
0: hand roll instead of use cones there's always so much fucking space at some point point, that's like
1: I got you man all right. it's all good bro No, but, I've been like but learning new things is like yeah. so important and shit like that and So what's been – what have you been kind of diving your brain into to, like, reassess that creativity? Oh, man. It's – a
0: lot of it comes from me not listening to my biggest influencers music-wise, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's more so so me taking less action. Oh. That's sparking the creativity because –
1: so, can I add a note to this? Yeah. I've actually heard of this actually being a really, really beneficial thing for rappers when they're writing.
0: Motherfucking right. If I'm sitting there and I'm playing the game over and over and over, I'm naturally, subconsciously going to attack start, that beat. Yeah. And you start writing the way like I it. think he would. Yep. He's going to follow that same cadence and
1: pattern of scheme, X, Y, and Z. That's like when you, you can always spot the people that listen to way too much Eminem. Yeah. <laughs> You can always spot those guys out. <laughs> they're literally they're way
0: too much Tech Nine. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, Tech Nine kind of like started his own genre, though. Yeah. Like, not. No. Okay. Actually, it was way before Tech way before Nine. Tech, yeah. Like, that's actually like Bone Thugs shit. Actually, yeah. if you want to go but way back, but I mean back. in the sense
0: of like whoever you listen to the most, like you're gonna come out. You're sounding gonna naturally. Like a, yeah. So like when I hear a bunch of kids like their favorite rappers Tech Nine like. And I watched them attempt to rap, like, on the little, like, shitty homemade YouTube videos, not throwing shade, just being honest. And everything's like, and they're also not doing it well. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's so, like, if you thought it, if it were that easy, brother, there'd be a lot more Tech Nines out there. There'd be a lot more Bone thugs and harmony a lot more Twisters. Like, it, Yeah. Hot Take, while he was really great with charisma and whatnot, Buster Rhymes was not the greatest fast rapper Nobody wants to hear that, but there's a whole lot of filler and stuff. If y'all don't believe me, we can take it back to looking at the No, me you're now right, verse. actually.
1: You're totally right. Cause also but if like, you look at this verse in um in uh, worldwide choppers, yep. Like whenever you, you can actually yep. you can see all the fillers that are actually in yeah.
0: there. The fillers, like the cut ins, like any like the filler content even too. Like y'all go read the lyrics to look at me now. Mm-hmm. Just because you're rapping fast doesn't I mean you're rapping well. Because like if I really want to hear emphasis on something, like that's why like, the bad rappers like, yo, slow it down. Slow that shit down, like emphasize, like make it, mm, make it hit. So even if you're rapping fast I'm still listening
1: Yeah Yeah exactly Yeah
0: I'm still listening
1: Yeah well a lot of people will uh, They'll neglect the lyricism For the speed For the speed And the cadence It's like no 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 no. Because I feel like If you're gonna do that You
0: should be able to do that Well in each aspect Otherwise leave it the fuck alone And a
1: lot of rappers Also don't realize That there's Because you know From someone I just have written hip hop In the past And one thing I noticed When it comes to writing Like that chopper style Versus kind of writing A little bit more like On the beat style Yeah Is all that's really done is the beat is half timed and yep. the lyrics are double timed yep. that's it that is all that is happening all you have to do is write twice as much lyrics as you normally do that's and then it. and you'll fill an entire verse yeah like it's just like that's all you have to do so just make sure you can write that much dope lyrics and make sure you <laughs> can
0: breathe well enough to fucking deliver
1: it properly exactly exactly cuz one thing
0: one thing i hate too like i don't mind when people do punch ins i don't so like and by the way y'all like, i'm not like Saying I'm the the monolith for like how shit should be done. I just have a certain preference. I feel like when you're in your bag, you know what you can and can't do. Like Twisted, that was his bag. That's why like you really hear no punches. Tell like you just heard Twisted going. Like he that like, he took that very seriously. So for me to like look at Twisted in the the way I do, which I understand would be different than other people's. But I hold Twist in a very high regard because that was a very difficult thing that he did and he did it successfully. Mm-hmm. That anyone doing that, emulating it and not like giving it like its full due as far as like the work you have to put into that is disrespectful to the craft in my
1: book. Yes. Yeah. No, and definitely. That's the problem I have with it. Yeah. For sure. Definitely. Like it's super disrespectful to the craft because people don't realize how important lyrics are to just the craft of hip hop. Yeah, like, you I, mean, know what I mean, like, it, it, you can't just, you can't. Neglect that, you know? It's like the people that just use, like, grunts and mumbling and stuff like that, and you're totally fucking taking away from the real rappers, the real lyricists out there. Yeah,
0: like, so, like, just, like, I hate to have this be, like, my piñata, my punching bag, um, but with, pardon the piano reference to my bad, but, um, not to make it, like, my punching bag, but the Look At Me Now song, it's really funny when I hear people's takes on it, because, like, I would spit the whole song, like, do the Busta Rhymes part, and people would be way more impressed with that than they would be if you did Lil Wayne's part. Yeah. And while Lil Wayne's, like, rapping fast, speeding it up, like, he still has, like, different cases and whatnot, like it's way more, like, well, his aesthetically vo- pleasing. The vocals are good. Like, he enunciates. You can hear everything. And mm-hmm. what, of what he's saying, they're all punchlines and dope-ass bars. Buster Rhymes is saying a lot of filler shit. Yeah, yeah, for sure, Banging in the East, and I'm banging in the West, and I come to give you more, and I will never give you less. Like... See the way we're coming in I got to get in I got to blow And I got to show anything Because it doesn't matter Because I'm going to What the fuck like, yeah. What, yeah. There is a lot of those Like, <laughs> like Bada boom about a <laughs> being I got to do a lot of things What? What How did that It was ridiculous Like Every time I come in, nigga, got to set it, then I got to go and then I got to get it, then I got to blow and then I got to show that any little thing a nigga think that he be doing, cause it doesn't matter, cause I'm gonna da 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 da.
1: It's funny, cause it sounds exactly like Worldwide Choppers too. Like, yeah, it sounds exactly but, like, like. Think his about
0: life. Like, like think like think about like if I put that down a sheet in front of you, it didn't tell you what the fuck it was. If I didn't preface what I was putting down in your face. And asked you to read that How long would it fucking take you To click a thousand Bust of Rhymes lyrics And look at me now You know what I'm saying Right yeah <laughs> Cause, you, Cause in your mind You'd be like oh, Cause you want to think Like there's no way He would put that shit on paper You know what I'm saying Like, Yeah <laughs>
1: He actually And so it, and it's that. wild What a
0: beat And a little bit of cadence And timing will do To make people forget About certain things Like it's funny to watch Yeah for real Because dude. for the longest time I'm not gonna cap I was one of those people And mm-hmm. so I started really like rap and like get into my craft and like hearing like my earlier influences and whatnot and like i went back and revisited certain songs like happened to hear them in passing it was like wait a minute what notice there's a fuck i was i was i was ranting about this on twitter for what
1: yeah right there's always like a transition i've noticed whenever people start getting into the rap game that like they're they will like kind of like think they need to be a certain way and then eventually find out like wait no that's not me and then that's how they kind of find their own voice That's kind of like an evolution I've seen amongst a lot of rappers that I've known. Like, I hate it. That has to happen, though, man.
0: I hate it. The reason why I hate it is because it's going to be a really hot take, and this is what I'm known for, so fuck it.
1: I love it. I love it, though. That's why I like having you on the podcast, bro. You keep up great conversation. Like, to me... And you have great music, too. Thank you. Appreciate you. you. Dude, I was fucking bumping that in the car. You saw how I've been listening to that shit. EQ'd. I don't even get to listen to my shit like that. So I was like, yo, this is fire. EQ the fuck out that fucking speaker. <laughs> oh, I mean, good work. <laughs> Thank
0: you. Go ahead. Like, for me, the reason why I say I hate it is because I wouldn't give the benefit of the doubt in a lot of cases, but a lot of these, like for me. And again, this is not like Sam DeMaule for anything, but it's like, I take hip hop very seriously. I yeah. take rap very seriously, you know, as an artist, as a black man, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, well, it's a party as your all culture, the, yeah. as.
1: All of that, yeah, yeah. You know, what I'm saying it's something that we're fighting to keep I as love, our culture. You know, what I'm I love hip hop, like, but that's black culture. I also love the blues; that's black culture.
0: Rock and roll, rock, country, rock like rock and roll. Yeah,
1: however y'all want to do this. Exactly. However y'all want to do this. Acknowledge like, the roots, and then we can participate together. Exactly. That's acknowledge the roots, way. and let's branch out. Exactly. exactly. Simple. Fucking a. Forget you know what I mean? It. I'm gonna clip that. I like, like that. And so, <laughs> acknowledge the roots, and we can branch out. You know what I mean? But if you like, throw that in a song, sometime. yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna figure something out for that. But um. What was I saying? Oh, you were talking about the reason why you hate it.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So for me, it's like when I step into something like this, it's okay to grow and evolve and you might want to change your content and whatnot. But it should still be you. Exactly. Which means that in order to ensure that, you would have to be very real and like objective Mm
1: -hmm. with yourself.
0: Because you're going to have to critique yourself the way people are going to critique your music. Exactly. You
1: need to also critique yourself before your critique. We
0: We hold on to subjective feelings for a bunch of people that don't fucking know us. Mm -hmm. And it's wild that we would expect them to feel the same way about or hold that same emotional. You know, we're always like, I want them to feel me on this. No. Let them feel them on your shit. Yeah. Your music is for them to interpret. Yeah. Yeah. That is a good point. Otherwise, that's... just like start a fucking email chain, tell them about yourself. If that's how you actually want to do it. But like, yeah. otherwise, it's for them to take you how they perceive you based on their experiences. That's what that's going to let you know, like, if they tie into your music or not. Mm hmm. Otherwise, you're going to have to, like, force a mirage and that facade doesn't keep up. And that's why you see, like, well, oh, it has to happen. It has to happen for that artist to continue, but I don't think it has to be, like, the foundation of an
1: artist. Like No, I agree 100% with that. But you it has I mean? to happen. I was kind of mean more meaning, like, the evolution yeah, of an inevitable. artist. Yeah, it's inevitable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, yeah. an evolution. Because yeah, like they, they, they start off, like, thinking they need to be a certain... This happens with rock bands, rappers, exactly. everybody. Exactly. Yeah. And then once you realize,
0: hey, like... I can just fucking be myself. It's like, yes, nigga. Like, because when you're being yourself in real life, don't you fuck around and get friends of different varieties and whatnot? Yeah. So there's something for everyone. That same... Like, we overthink shit so much as creators. And and it's it's
1: like, bro... Less is more.
0: Yeah. Marketing is nothing but something that is falsely interpersonal. What I mean by that is, it's someone that's, like, throwing shit at a wall, hoping to appeal to a certain demographic. Once they don't do any, like, huge research to find out, like, where their demographic is, based on the traction interactions off of wherever thing wherever thing that is that they put out the interactions they get back from those that that is their analytical data right there yeah they don't yeah, have yeah. to admit the will to find these things out Mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah definitely and so marketing is basically at that point a person tells when they don't know hey you like this i'm going to tell you why you like this and then you decide no, that shit whack and going about your day or you still promote it by saying it's whack and showing people why it's whack Mm-hmm. or you latch on and say, yeah, I do love this. And either way, it's a win-win. That's why any press is good press. That's why that thats why that mantra exists. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So when we're, like, in this type of situation, it's, like, just be real with yourself. I'm not saying you have to have done everything, but I would hope that if you're going to rap about something, like...
1: It's going to be personal and something you've experienced yeah. and stuff. And if you haven't
0: done it yourself, like, have you... Did you see it, like...
1: Or do you, do you, or you know is
0: someone it, like directly that was involved with or something like that? Yeah. So you can about what's going on around you or whatnot. That part's cool. That's why nobody checks Kendrick when he makes like a game gangbang reference because we all know he grew up around the West Side, Pyroos, yes, and like in Compton, exactly. California and whatnot. So even though it wasn't him, it might have been someone he's like very close with. So he's still seen some degree of it. So he's it, lived it. Valid. Yeah. Yeah. He's experienced that at least through a degree or two. You know what I'm saying? So like yeah. that's that's where credibility comes from. It's like there are certain people like trying to push this image of being like the hardest niggas out and the toughest niggas out in like every single record. And it's like, bro we was in class with y'all when y'all was jerking in the back of the classroom and whatnot. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like Yeah. And yep. we all wore skinny jeans and jerk. Like, I'm not too cool to admit that. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> it'd be the ones that want to like overlooking, like overcompensate. And it's like, and then like their music changes because keeping up that facade over a while gets really, really, really tiring. Yeah. And it gets more tiring the Bigger your following gets because you have more people you have to keep that facade on, for, yes, which yes. adds more pressure to you in every single move that you make. And then so when you change, shit. you could lose all of that, exactly. And now you're afraid to, so now you're walking around like trying to force being something that you're not because you don't want to lose what you falsely yes, go. yes.
1: And then you have to keep up a and lie. The
0: only ways to alleviate that are to go through that ego death in music, which we should all hit at some point, mm hmm, and to also be yourself. Or also
1: be your fucking self from the jump. Exactly. And then, and then, and also like, especially with a genre like, uh, with fucking, with hip-hop, like, I mean, if you're, if you're not authentic, it's gonna be found out like that. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it, there's, the people can smell that from a mile away in the hip-hop and, like, like yeah. in the punk scene, like we talked about. Like, if you're not genuine, like, it can be, like, it's yeah, very, very there's obvious. A,
0: there's a few artists, I'm not even gonna speak on them, but even just here locally, like I've been on the team for two years. Like, and just like when I started, there were some people that was like really, really popping off, and they're nowhere to be found right now.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I shit, can actually shit, name shit, a couple shit, too. Shit catch up to you fast, man. Mm hmm. Yeah. Like, <laughs> 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 Oh, yeah. For real. Yo. Dude. yo well, especially yeah. in this digital age. And that's why it's also important not to air all your dirty laundry on social media. People, can I say something to that real quick? Oh, yeah, dude. It's the podcast. Say whatever yo. you want, bro. <laughs> It's very important,
0: especially as creatives, that y'all have some.
1: And if you see me looking over at this, I'm just checking the battery. By Are you the good? Way.
0: It's um, it's really, 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 really important. Was this my hit? That yes, yeah, on you. Oh, okay, sorry. It's very important. It's very important that you form very solid, strong bonds with very genuine, authentic people. Yes. Because you need people that you can <laughs> like offload shit too when you don't have people in your corner that you can talk to objectively about stuff without like judgment and stuff like that because like when you want to tell your story we all sometimes like it's hard we've all had a moment where we're telling a story where we kind of like soften our end like what happened on our side because we don't want to not that we don't want to tell the truth but we don't want to feel judged mm-hmm. by the person before we get to finish the story yeah yeah you know what for mean? sure definitely you yeah know what I mean I know like exactly what you're anybody saying. saying they never felt that as a motherfucking lie mm-hmm. uh, let's just call it what it is and it's um it's really detrimental to not have those people in your corner because when you don't have that, people get to pop in certain shit off on the internet. Everything's not for the fucking internet.
1: hmm Yep. Well put.
0: <laughs> not everything needs to be set online. The thing is, like a lot of people like if you're really chasing the music thing and that's what you're supposed to be on socials for, stop making it so fucking personal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Promote like, your music. I take music, pictures talk- of my daughter and stuff now. That's my pride and joy, it's my best friend, but like this is not my personal page. Yeah This is my business page People want mm-hmm. to do business Don't give a damn about my daughter Starting her first day of school
1: Yeah Yeah for sure
0: I do I loved it <laughs> you know Yeah, yeah I mean? definitely like, No I posted that one up That's going to be there for a little bit But then it's coming down You know what I'm like, Stuff mm-hmm. like that though But it's like Everything that belongs on the internet People make shit so personal like, When you're going through something rough you hit the net with it. The first thing you do you hit the net before you can be like assess yep. your feelings. And then once you assess your feelings, you realize you might have been bugging, then you reconcile with that person, y'all back on the net again. Now you look fucking goofy. Yep. And now that affects your brain because now, depending on what you're talking about in your
1: music, if that doesn't coincide with it, now you've outed yourself as mm-hmm. a fraud. And that ties back into what we were saying earlier about public so perception and yes. the way people look at you yes. and how it can affect yes. your own psyche. Yes yeah <laughs> it There's, all freaking it we all put did. this
0: false ass sense of like pressure on ourselves to like be something we try to control who we are in other people's stories and that means we have to control their perception and we can't do that exactly
1: yeah i like but, how, but I like boy how, do we try now like a full we circle this whole conversation you know what i'm saying going. like boy do we try yeah definitely dude we always like, trying to
0: real shit it all ties back in together like it's there's no way of shaking it.
1: It's like it's like it's like a perfect example. Is like a movie. It's like you can't force someone to like the same movie you do. Like no. you have to just you, you you can't. And if you they if don't, you can, who cares? Can, if you <laughs> can
0: if you can argue with someone to like something and feel the same way about it that you do, and you'll have two totally different realities. If you can genuinely sit there and do that with yourself, um, fucking congrats because that takes a that takes a certain level of fortitude. Because there's no way I feel like I could hear myself try to do that with someone. Yeah. knowing. That they are very well entitled to their own opinion based on their own experiences. Yeah, and I would still feel
1: comfortable. Yeah, for sure, definitely. Like,
0: it's like, bro, you can st- people. What does that
1: do for me? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, people also think that you need to constantly be in agreements and stuff like that. No, that we can't have different growth. opinions. Let's keep it
0: funky. Most of the gro- uh, imagine this. <laughs> imagine an issue pops up, and every time an issue pops up, I me mean, you have the exact same answer response. One of us at that point, whoever speaks first, that person is just saying yes.
1: Yeah. We're both then just yes disc- men at that where's point. Then the discourse?
0: hmm It's nowhere.
1: Yeah. It's nowhere. For sure. When one of us disagrees, it's like- That's where a conversation happens. Okay.
0: Well, why do you feel that way? Well, here's why I feel this way. And then you can agree, disagree, or maybe someone might change their mind, Like, but mm-hmm. the main goal is just to have that open communication and comprehension. Yes. However, everyone is so fucking passive aggressive that any time- <laughs> You directly approach them. They assume yes. you want to fucking fight. Exactly. They assume there's more than what it is. It's like, no, nah, bro, like, we can just talk. <laughs> I'm just here to tell you that, like, I don't fuck with something that you did. And that's okay. Like, I was telling someone earlier, I was like, yo, I make a lot of space for people in my life to be frustrated with me because I know I can do some frustrating fucking shit. So, therefore, when they do come to me and tell me, hey, like, you did some frustrating shit, it's not the biggest blow to my fucking day.
1: Yeah. Well, because yeah, exactly. Because you know you're gonna feel that way with some. They people. do shit that yeah. frustrates me.
0: Like that's gonna fucking happen as you grow and as you heal and stuff like that. And like become try to like strive to become more mm-hmm. and be more progressive. You will do harmful shit in that learning process. Yeah.
1: It's what you do with it. So once you. And sometimes by you being progressive will be harmful in itself to other people who aren't being progressive.
0: Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. And, and that, that causes you, weird it's...
1: tensions for no fucking reason.
0: Exactly. Like on that level as well. And so like with that, there's going to be some kickback mm-hmm. with becoming progressive and like trying to grow and stuff with like that as an individual. And once you make room for that, when you do have those slip ups and whatnot, it's easier for you to bounce back and correct things because your ego's not so fucking damaged over nothing
1: yeah yeah exactly yeah for sure definitely because well it's like uh you know if you're gonna be a boxer you're gonna have to learn how to get hit before you step into the fucking ring yeah like you know you're gonna have to learn how to do it yeah chris so bosch
0: was telling a story about kobe and was like talking about how like within uh 2008 right that we had lost to no we i didn't play but as a lakers fan like i got you, know, you. Thinking, yeah yeah i got I you right that we had lost to boston in 08 a few days later kobe was on the olympic team and chris Bosh was like yeah i had all my stuff like ready to go like i got up before sunrise went down to like have breakfast and when i got downstairs i saw kobe was already downstairs drenched in sweat at the breakfast table with ice packs like taped around his knees and whatnot That's crazy and he was like this man just like finished his like season losing in the finals four days ago my team didn't make the playoffs i've been off for months and i'm still exhausted <laughs> And he not only like beat me to breakfast, he'd already finished an entire workout. And he's like, and that taught me a very valuable lesson that taught me that legends aren't defined in their successes. They're defined how they bounce back from their failures. Yeah. And in, in order to successfully bounce back from that failure and have that driving force, you have to make room for the fact that you are going to fail. Yeah, Because definitely. if you don't make space for failure, you're not setting yourself up for success. Hmm. Because that means that every time adversity hits, you're going to fucking fold, you're going to crumble. It's going to hurt you way more than it should. You're looking at it as something that's set
1: to take you out rather than something that's set to propel you forward. For sure. Yeah, definitely. Well, and yeah, you need to be able to acknowledge that you're gonna fucking fail like whenever someone's going through a um like a, when they're trying to uh, go, get off a drug or alcohol yeah. they always tell you that relapse is a part of recovery it is so it's you're like gonna you, have a slip up exactly you're always gonna and it's slip when you think up. you're think you gonna be perfect and then you slip up that it becomes detrimental and then you overdo your slip up and it's always gonna be um, you know it, it's always gonna be whenever you're at your highest point when you usually have your slip up yep you know there's a there's a line from that movie your highest
0: point or your most challenging
1: point exactly uh, yeah or your most challenging Which for sure your highest low point. sometimes yeah. you're in a valley and you slip into to a crack yeah <laughs> like you know you're still Sometime, gonna go lower than you actually, actually will i be. never
0: try to say she like oh well, how could it get any worse because there's all eh, it's gonna happen always oh always. definitely you know yeah anybody like, who
1: says that is fucking stupid how can yeah, it get any like, worse?
0: and like for me like my favorite one of my favorite quotes is like i don't i don't fail i just succeed in finding what doesn't work
1: who said that i've heard that before i can't
0: remember who it was but like those words stick with me. Yeah, there, oh, I was
1: gonna say there's a quote too. Oh shit, I was gonna say uh, there's. You ever see the movie Blow with Johnny Depp? Yeah. Uh, so there's a line in there I really like, and it says, "Dad says it, and he says, sometimes you're flush, sometimes you're bust. When you're up, it's never as good as it seems, and when you're down, you feel like you'll never be up again. But yep. life goes on. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm just Definitely like, that's, what it is. and you have to remind yourself sometimes of that. And but right. some people also like they're so coddled throughout their entire life that they can't take these things. You know, they're, yeah. it's like, you also have to realize that we're all, yeah, we're special, but we're fucking not though. Yeah. Like, you know, everybody thinks that they're the most special thing in the world when we're really not. Yeah, we're we're like, flecks of dust in the fucking gigantic galaxy that we're in.
0: Yeah, And that's why I'm so like, you know, like that. And that's how like that, that alone like affects my parenting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because for me, it's very important that, I do, like, show my daughter love, but also speak to her with a lot of objectivity as well. Yes, yes. And be real as possible. Yeah, because I need you to understand that, like, to daddy, you're my everything. You're my you're my son. You're my moon. Like, you're my entire, like, constellation. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The rest of the world's not going to feel that way about you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's just not realistic. <laughs> to me, like, yeah, you're super-duper special. Mm-hmm. To the world, you will be special to a certain degree, which they allow you to be special yeah. based on their perception. Some, you, some, people thing thing be be world, some people are just in the world. People are still going to exactly.
1: You know, people are just going to have assholes. to prepare you for that. Yep. You know and, what I mean? And I've gotten yeah. I've had to do the same thing, especially honestly. Like, it's it's really it's a lot easier probably to do that with a boy because like men are kind of more naturally just I don't give a fuck like you know we kind of have a little bit more of that but uh like well, less with nurturing a, well with a, with a girl like they're get, uh like you know women can be fucking rough like you know like girls are tough like really really tough and they can be really catty and very aggressive I grew up with sisters yeah. like and I've seen what the hell they go through what girls in school have put them through Bro, I watch my aunts and like <laughs> and it's it's crazy and I, I feel like and we all go through our problems you know but like with Juniper one thing that I really want to do is I want to make sure that she knows like we were saying that like you know people are just fucking dicks you know and I gotten her at the point now where I think she already knows that because she has a friend of hers uh the one that she was just out playing with uh she is like really dramatic like very dramatic and if June doesn't want to play she's like you're not my friend anymore and juniper will literally just be like yeah okay I'll see you tomorrow like that is she's seven years old and that's yeah. how she talks like she's just like yeah all right she knows that it's not true and she just knows that when people are mean she just leaves them alone
0: yeah she, she knows she didn't do anything so she's like it's not exactly. it's not mine to carry and that's what
1: i tell her all the time i'm like some people are just mean you might not have done anything and if yeah. you want to know ask them yeah you know, don't be, be having a to day ask. yeah and, and we, that too sometimes might mend a lot of situations as
0: well yeah exactly like someone feeling like, okay oh wow someone actually cares like teach
1: them teach them it's okay to go talk
0: to somebody about an yeah, issue. i've had someone pull that before and i was like Hey, bro, like, do you really need to talk? Like, are you doing okay? Like, forget where I was going. Like, are you doing okay? And he broke down and cried. He's like, bro, like, no one's, like, I've been with X1's and, and nobody's checked on me until just right now. Yeah. yeah. It can be really and powerful. And I was like, damn, bro, like, I don't even know you, bro. I'm sorry to hear that. It was like, it was one of those, like, public altercation, like, it could have gone left. Yeah. But, like, just the way that he was, like, yelling at me and whatnot, I was like, dude, going through it.
1: Well, You know what I'm saying? Like, way a fucking, And wow. so it was, like, I mean, well handled, like. Man. That's Thank awesome. you, like,
0: and that that came with a lot of growth because I can't say would have done that at an earlier age. Oh there's no, no definitely. You know I mean? We
1: were just talking about that shit earlier. Yeah, there's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there, there's no way. There's I can Hell say with full confidence, no. like, <laughs>
0: pre my daughter, so anything like previous to the last like five and a half years, there's no way.
1: Yeah, my daughter gave me something to give a fuck about. Yeah, before exactly. then I didn't have anything. Exactly. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like,
0: and then that also helped me slow down. Like, to anyone on the outside, he may seem like he's like losing control of himself. But I don't know the events that led up to this. Like someone had like a really good parody to the, I mean, analogy for, and they were like, a lady's in the restaurant, and a napkin that has a little bit of ketchup on it falls on her shoe, and she snaps, (laughs) like goes wild, like loses control, like cursing, throwing things, like knocking stuff over, like absolutely like become like comes undone, Mm -hmm. and to the outside it may seem like reckless, ridiculous behavior, stuff like that. But they say stuff like you didn't see when she had to was late to work this morning and all was and got ridden up and like might be losing her job now because when she was taking the bus, the car like splashed to a puddle and like wrecked her clothes and she missed the bus, X, Y, and Z. <laughs> on top of that like the night before, like she could have lost a family member still trying to tough it through the day, X, Y, and Z. And then yeah. just that catch up on her white shoelace was enough to make her just That like, was it. Yeah. Snap. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like and it's like it's a reminder to be kinder to people because you'll know somebody's going through. Yeah, exactly. You know yeah, and a lot but of people like, need
1: to hear that too because that's a message that's not said enough. I've yeah, been, It all comes from objectivity because I could have very well taken something personally that wasn't intended for me. Mm-hmm. And also how important it is to just to actually say hi to someone. Yeah. Like, you know, just to, to a stranger. A simple acknowledgement. Like, yes. on the Street might change their entire day around. Someone exactly. could be like... Someone could literally be thinking, "No one gives a fuck about me. I am invisible. No one cares I've about me." I've been that
0: person, bro. Like, when someone said hi to me on the street before, like, it you know, always made me cry before, because like, yeah. I've been going through like a really depressing time and shit. Like, I'm not too like, oh, to admit that. Like, I've been going through those moments where I was like, damn, like, I feel like I don't make a difference in nobody's life. Like, nobody fucking sees me. I'm not heard. I'm not understood. Mm-hmm. It's y and Z. and a dude be coming down the street. I might think he like got this like look on his face and X, Y, Z. He's Like, mm-hmm. how you doing today, brother? You good? You doing all right? All right, keep on but you know what i'm saying like yeah and that's all you needed to hear like yeah it
1: was like fuck like all my right. mom told me that growing up she always said that she's like never be afraid to say hi to somebody because you never know when that's exactly what they what need they to need. hear yeah like and i'm and then growing up i'm like wow she's totally right because sometimes i've been that person too 100 yeah. percent to where i've been you know like, i've been literally in a gigantic party making everybody laugh and i felt completely alone yeah, <laughs> like yeah. completely, and it's wild. By can myself. be in a room with that many people and still like be in a completely different reality. Yeah, can be in a completely different state in your mind, you know. And it's like, and that's the concept of the tragic clown. You know, it's like it's like making everybody laugh, but really dying inside. Dying inside, you know. And it's like, and trying to figure out why. And that's and that's a coping mechanism for a lot of people, me included, is Dang. making people laugh. And like, and that was always a way that. I was, I had a lot of, I had a very, very low self esteem growing up. I didn't yeah. really have any confidence until my daughter was born, to be honest. I had Felt zero confidence Felt at all about myself. Because
0: it gives you a reset because you know you have a person that's going to love you unconditionally. Yes. And that gives you a
1: lot more freedom to grow or not, And that builds that confidence because exactly. it's empowering. Yeah, exactly. 100%. It's very empowering. And I was also a single dad, too. So I kind of just, yeah. I, my, my daughter's mom left when she was about four months old. And so I was just Damn. raising her by myself to tell me and Allie, got, oh, thank you. Appreciate Hell that, yeah. man. Definitely not an easy task, but it was, it boosted so much confidence in me because I knew that if anybody else did, and nobody else mattered except for her. Yep. That was it. it. I didn't give a fuck about anybody. Yeah. I didn't care if they liked me. I don't care if I liked them. Yeah. She needs to be taken care of, and that's Bottom what line. it just put this weird. Honestly, it surprised myself. It yeah. really surprised myself because you'd be I started, surprised how hard
0: you can go until you ain't got no choice.
1: Exactly. Well, and also i I looked at I looked at work differently. Everything had a completely just different meaning and a purpose. Different now. Approach now, and then, like I said, changing your approach to things how how crazy, how impactful it can actually be. Fact. And so every thing just completely flipped and it gave me that fucking purpose you know i don't even yeah. remember how we got on this fucking subject
0: oh it's all about objectivity and whatnot oh yeah and, like, yeah, yeah yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, now you got the podcast brain going. You know back. I mean?
0: <laughs> yeah, because like the objectivity, like tied into like not taking these personally, like being kind to others and be more understanding and whatnot. So all kind of like just trickled into it. Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure, definitely. And and as I've been going through a really gnarly spot recently, actually, like we were just talking about. And for anybody listening, I'm very, very sorry that I've been uh, disappeared for so long. Go ahead and check out the YouTube video that I made about it. You can also find it on Instagram if you want to learn a little bit more about why I've taken a break and what's going on with the podcast from now on. So uh, one thing that like um, I've been going through a lot is that invisible feeling. It's really been it. And it was yeah. crazy because I was at this place and I was there and I was at this like uh, kind of like a, it wasn't a bar, but the way that the place was, it had it set up kind of like a bar, like a counter right there. And I was there. And then I had some, like uh, a bunch of friends that were over here in a giant group, giant group. And um, they were all hanging out and stuff like that. And not a single, I know almost everybody in this group, everybody, and had been getting close with them for a a while now, actually. And not a single one of them saw me by myself and invited me over. Not a single one. And I was just like, That's wild. Because, like, you know, if you had been over in that group and saw somebody else, you would have invited them over. 150%, especially since literally it was this group and myself and nobody else was in there. That was it. Like, it was this giant group of a bunch of people I know and me sitting up here completely alone. And I had gone there to meet up with someone, but then they didn't know that this group was there and they decided to hang out with this group instead. You know, and it's just like. I'm not mad at her about it, but it is it is what it is, you know. I would be a little upset. I'm, not I'm upset about it, but I'm not mad. Mad yeah, isn't the right sense. word. Yeah. I'm not angry. I'm just it's kind like, of I'm hurt. Really I'm very like, hurt. Yeah. Very very hurt because like I was a very like very intense deep. level of disappointment. I would like, – yeah. yeah Thank you. Go. I'm disappointed. I was very very disappointed because like, I was like, damn. was like, like, like that. I was just you know like, like, exactly. We were rocking like that, and that yeah. actually is what really started reassessing myself because I started really opening up to a lot of these people, and then I realized wow, they don't want to see this. They don't. Yeah. This isn't the character of Joe that they want to see. They don't want to see the drama Joe. They want to see the upbeat action comedy Joe. That's what they want to see. Yeah, And so that's but what they, really started. They don't
0: know you have to like, first, first of all, people don't understand a lot of times for us. Like I was going to say, they understand like you're like, you have to go through that to like be that same person. But a lot of times they don't understand that we are that like laughter, humorous version of ourselves. Because we're the main ones that are dealing with the trauma. Yes.
1: Yes. Exactly. And it's the ones it's... that are
0: always like checking on other people are the main ones that need to be checked on. Yes. So for y'all that got friends that are always checking on y'all like randomly making sure y'all good, make sure y'all take thirty seconds already to send a fucking text message. Amen. To let them know you're there if you need if they need you.
1: You literally just described me because I, I literally check on people like, all the time.
0: Y'all don't have to have an hour long like text back and forth, but just simple, hey, like one of. Hey bro, it's been a long time. Like, I want to tap in with you. Make sure you are good. If you need something, let me know. Yeah, exactly. Although. Or even
1: just a phone call, like yeah. just a, like a random phone call, and then it's just like, hey, I was just thinking about you. How you doing? Yeah, how you doing you good.
0: Know? Good. X Y Z. Boom. All right. You got time to talk? No. Okay. I take. didn't want to take too much actually, time anyway. Like it's funny to make you sure mentioned you that. Good. I actually made yeah. that a
1: thing for myself. That uh, I I told this to Ali too. I was like, anytime someone crosses my mind, if they're in my phone, I'm gonna text them. Reach out. Like yeah. and just say, just like, hey, I was thinking about you. How you doing? And I do that all the fucking time. But yeah. it's crazy because almost nobody does that to me almost yeah man. nobody like, so the way when you said that i was like holy shit you are so fucking right because yeah. if somebody were to reach out to me and just say like a, a couple times it does happen i can't say nobody hardly anybody yeah, so like there's, there's there's a couple I'm out hitting, there yeah, there's like, a couple out there there's we all have a few right yeah, like my cousin
0: mike bars like Mob rule matter like they'll always reach out like out of nowhere like that's Yo, awesome. Mental health check. Like, how you doing, homie? Like, everything good? Like, or my dog uh, Millie will, uh, my dog
1: Jordan. Like, yeah, sometimes, like, you know, just randomly out, Like, yeah, you just that's awesome, bro. Yeah. That's awesome. And we all need that. We all need to be able to reach out to people and say, hey, how you doing? You doing all right? You especially know what I mean? in this like, day and age, we're all going through so much and there's so much big change. It's like, important, bro. Like, well, we all have friends that might be losing their apartments. Like, you know, it's fucking there's yeah. so much going on right Struggling now. Struggling
0: to feed their kids and all that stuff. Like, everybody could use like a just check up on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, just man, check up, do a you know. And wellness check. Like, I um, said, <coughs> one of my best friends, he wasn't even replying for the longest time. Like, but it didn't stop me. Each time I thought about it, I was like, I want to make sure, like, he's doing good and feeling support. So each, each time I thought I'm like, yo, bro, hope all is well. Like, I didn't require a text back
1: mm-hmm.
0: from him. I was like, okay, this has delivered. I know your phone's on. You got it on you still. So you somewhere yeah. at least, like, in some type of health where you can at least like hopefully read the text message. Mm-hmm. That's, I just want you to know you being thought about like yeah. your days. Like and you know it. they're yeah. online at least. Yeah, I don't, I don't need you to hit me back with it. Like you don't even have to acknowledge it. But like as long as you know that yeah.
1: somebody's there if you need them, that's that's good enough for me. Exactly, and that's what I do all the time too. I, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not even really expecting a text back, but I would like a text. To check two up every now and then yeah. yeah you know it's like that would be cool but if i do hit someone up and they don't or at least they see it or something like that i'm like all right well at least they're good you know it's just yeah. like you know i'm thinking about you and I, i've had uh god that's crazy i'm glad that you still continue to reach out though because i've had times where i didn't respond to somebody on purpose just to see if they're gonna fucking Ew. do anything about it never even heard from them not even once. Yeah, it
0: tells you a lot. Because I also, too, like, I've had
1: moments where I stopped
0: sending the first text. hmm
1: Yeah, for real. I think it was actually you that posted something on Instagram about saying that you should um Oh God! What was it? I think actually it was just what you said. Check yeah. on the ones who check on you. It was yeah. something around those. Yeah, lines. I, I, was, uh, I think I posted
0: on my page when I was coming back from Florida. I was, like somehow the Warriors or the Warriors. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. This whole and, thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's
1: it's it's so fucking important. I'm really glad that you brought that up, bro. Because yeah. that's something that's not talked about enough. And a yeah, lot of people because
0: we all have this whole like facade we have to put on, like we got it all together and it's okay to be like, no, I don't. Like exactly. When people ask me how I'm doing, if I'm not doing okay, I don't say I'm doing okay because I know that like I've been like to some depths before. Mm-hmm. And sometimes like I get through a day just striving to hopefully be okay. So I'm in those moments where I actually am okay. I want to be able to genuinely rest in the fact that I'm doing okay, rest at whatever state I'm in that way. I can like objectively approach it and
1: get myself to a yeah elevated state if need be. Well, and that way also you can enjoy it more too. Yeah, Cause you, can, you exactly. know, it's going to flip at some and point. I know where I am. Exactly. Like
0: I've been in and out of struggle in that struggle. Like I didn't have a hell of money before I've been broke. I have had money, been broke. I have had money, lost it like up and down ebb and flow. You know what I mean? So it's like for me, I've been through those struggles. It's the times where I try to like resist the struggle, fight the struggle, or like feel as if like the struggle shouldn't should be happening to anybody else besides myself. That's when I do the absolute worst. Yeah.
1: Yeah. My, it's my, when I'm
0: like, you know what? I'm down right now, but like I can take what I got. We're we going to flip this shit around. It's going to get better. But, like, but you got to like really be in that headspace to accept that to move forward.
1: Mm-hmm. My, my uncle said it one really good one time. He says, we always tend to get where we need to go as long as we swim downstream. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as long as, like, as we are flowing against the current, it's never going to work out. Like, you know, it's just kind of let things as they are, you know, let things be. It's got
0: to take a while to go full circle on the journey. Like, yeah. swimming down, you'll, you'll get there. We're all
1: just riding waves. We're all yeah. just fucking riding waves. And sometimes there's fucking storms out on the sea. Sometimes it's beautiful and it's nice and clear. Yeah, you yeah, you know? know what I mean? But, it, but eventually, like you said, we're going to get there. We're going to cross this ocean. We're going to fucking get there. You know what I mean? Like, and that's that's something that I think is really important to hold
0: on to, like. Again, it just comes like back to making space for certain things.
1: Yes. yeah. So when certain things happen, they're not as detrimental.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know yeah. what I mean? Like-
1: and, uh, and knowing that they're coming, too. Yeah. like you know, if, you're- if I'm in a
0: down spot, let me accept that, okay, I'm in a fucked up spot. Because once you accept that, you know, okay, it's real, here's where I am, but I don't need to panic. Yeah. And when you can still think clearly and back again with objectivity, yeah, you can devise a plan
1: to propel yourself.
0: Yeah, yeah. When you're sitting in there, woes, is me in a panic, like,
1: all right. But what's that doing for you? That tornado you? is still coming. It's still coming. Yeah. And you're not prepping for it. And Yeah, exactly. And you're not getting down to the fucking cellar. Imagine, yeah, <laughs> imagine like watching the
0: tornado coming, just being in the middle of the street like, ooh, it's on the way. Ooh, it's on the way. You're not going to survive just standing there while it's coming at you saying, ooh, it's, it's on not its way. At least not likely.
1: You're definitely not likely to survive. It's not, it's not going <laughs> to see you and
0: stop and be like, oh, no disrespect. Yeah, it's just like, you know what sorry, I mean? sir. Like, <laughs> your, your hard times not going to stop because like, you like. Just because you know you're in a hard time, you got to, like, okay, I'm in a hard time because of, and be objective and tell yourself, hey, what didn't work?
1: Yep. Yeah, I've actually had to do that recently. What did not work? Very, very recently. To the point where I'm, like, in this weird, crazy spot that I've never been in before, and I'm like, okay, I know I definitely could have avoided this if I would have done X, Y, and Z. 100%. But how can I learn from this and just move on? you know it's That's like it. okay it's like i put myself in the situation i got to take myself out 100 <laughs> percent. you know That's... and people need to be objective about that for sure dude this has been a lot of fucking fun thank you so much for coming through yeah, again 100%. And, and we got the first time story last time we fucking got all that shit yeah. and everything so um did you want to do a little freestyle before we sign off or do you got you got you got it in you or we can always do it another time uh, too.
0: i kind of want to do another time but Let's i do want to take this time to let y'all know that we did drop a single it's called pull up uh, the link is in my bio. If you have me on Instagram, it's at it's I am Rogers. Appreciate you. Great song. Um, definitely go tap the link in my bio. Get familiar. We also just dropped a video um, called Melt, and that is with my dog, Witterfish, featuring yours truly shot by the antelope fishermen. So shout out Ellison the 810, uh, my dog, figure eight all of them. Uh, definitely go get familiar with those. We got another drop coming soon. I'm not going to tell you too much, but
1: definitely be on the lookout and go run that shit up for me one time fucking a scooter rogers making huge fucking waves over here in rip city and really really fucking pumped to see you on the climb and i'm excited to be climbing together i'm excited to be fucking and like and then in the future we're gonna look back on these yeah. episodes whenever like you fucking blown up yeah. and then we can come back and be like isn't this crazy bro that we were doing this shit we were like <laughs> just started full circle yeah, 100%, Hell, yeah, man, yeah i'm excited bro and thank you everybody for tuning into the hippie speedball podcast it is joe your host with the most joe and i will see you guys next time Peace. say
0: that <laughs> about the family i'ma nigga i don't like to do no waiting. i'm the type to go and get it really wonka flow magnum rapper that's my golden ticket